Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Ho Yeah Podcast. We matanye, Amy. We matanye, Jackie. We matanye, friends and listeners. We matanye, friends. See you again. Good to see you. So, I'm already. It's not already. It's really hard to start. Um, it is hard to start. <laughs> okay. Just want to start this episode out with a light trigger warning for those listeners that may be a little bit sensitive to today's content. This is this promises to be a duty heavy episode. So trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. Uh, Very much so. Lots of poop. We're gonna just get into a lot of poop talk. And if you're not down with it, then understandable please exit now but if you're gonna if you're down to hang i think it'll be a good time and we're not trying to make it uh poop heavy but i can tell you speaking as a woman uh having of course lots of female friends it's something that women not all i don't want to generalize but it's something that many many women speak about very openly and freely uh so there are times yeah. where i'll be talking about it not even realizing that there are other people that are just like this is inappropriate right. um, so it's not something we're trying to do that it is the t- the subject of today's episode uh so bear with us and apologies if this is a sensitive subject yeah so just <laughs> Very much so. We do talk about it a lot. Jackie and I just had a conversation that had us cracking up about dumping. And so, you know, <laughs> that was just the beginning. We didn't even start recording. But yeah, so this this episode that we're going to get into, uh, season one, episode six, Hank's Unmentionable Problem, is all about, well, <laughs> Hank's inability to poop. You've had your warning. Yes. All right, those of so, you that are still listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> good for you. You're here. <laughs> True poop warriors. Yeah, you are, <laughs> you are the real heroes. <laughs> so, Amy, before we get into the episode, of course, we want to do our shout-outs. And never has there been a more appropriate episode to call them shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, you know, getting into shout outs today, I wanted to just start off by giving a shout out to one of the people that follow us on Instagram uh, a few weeks ago, or mm-hmm. maybe a few days ago, I can't keep track of time. But we asked for suggestions for kind of taglines to end the show. I don't know if that's what it's technically called a tagline, but we got um, a few suggestions and our favorite one, you may have noticed we ended the last episode with us, our favorite one was Via Con Dios, and that mm-hmm. was suggested by Sirius Bizzle. So thank you, Sirius Bizzle. That was very that was the best suggestion. We liked it a lot, and uh, clearly we went with it. Thank you so much, Sirius Bizzle. Yep, we're sticking with that one. You know, I think the last episode, Jackie, we mentioned like there's just been a little bit too many that we can't call them out one by one, and that we were just going to pick some by random or ones that we enjoy. So I figured I'd just go ahead and start out with a with one of the um, reviews that we received that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So this one was from an iTunes review by Red Corn Pocket Sand. Ooh! Love it. <laughs> I know. For uh, The headline is, My First King of the Hill Potty. <laughs> I just realized how that sounds. <laughs> okay hold on okay i'm sorry that's hilarious because i mean this whole episode is about taking a dump so that's great but they meant like podcast so (laughs) i'm so sorry red corn pocket sand okay here we go 
For me, the balance of structured discussion versus going down the rabbit hole, the insightful versus silly, the Minnesota accent versus Floridian, it's a great accompaniment to a show that has a similar dichotomous nature, parentheses, shameless attempt to impress like jocularity. You did impress. I never knew I wanted to listen to an episode by episode podcast of King of the Hill. Looking forward to watching the series from the start again. Thank you. Thank you, Redcorn Pocket Sand. Thank you. That was that was wonderful. That was so it great. Was. Dichotomous is a very good word. Yeah. He's probably a scientist or something. Or she. Sorry. They. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. They. Thank you, uh, they. I also have uh, actually two iTunes reviews that I uh, wanted to highlight. Um, the first one is from Murph's Words, and the uh, subject is Dying Laughing, and the <laughs> body reads, This is my new favorite podcast, and I can't wait for more new episodes to come out. Literally crying laughing at my desk at work listening to this. And I picked that because I love the Im- imagery. I love... I love the idea that our, you know, our weird conversations could be entering someone's brain while they're in the middle of, you know, work, their da- daily life and uh, making them laugh. And I, I just, I love that. that I'm I know so that made me feel good too. When I read that one, I was like, awesome. I hope your workday doesn't suck that much. And it made it better. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I hope, I hope anything we're doing is only making something in your life better and, and not worse, or at least just keeping it the same. Yeah. <laughs> keeping it neutral yeah hopefully uh we're keeping everything neutral um and then the next review i wanted to shout out i liked this one because it's just a nice example of not just someone you know complimenting us with it complimenting us which is always nice but um mm-hmm. this was just talking about something specific from one of the episodes. And I like reviews that do that as well. So this is by Noli Gonzalez, Noeli Gonzalez. Um, and it's the subject is something to consider. And it says slightly off topic, but a couple episodes ago, you mentioned how some nicknames came to be in the Simpsons. Margaret Simpson goes by Maggie, not Peggy. I guess another nickname for Margaret is Maggie. Imagine if Peggy Hill went by Maggie Hill crazy that would be kind of weird that was a really nice one yeah i like that and i like um i like when people are commenting on you know stuff we discussed in the episode i think somebody mentioned oh damn it i forget the name already but somebody mentioned something a week or two ago from our order of the straight arrow episode the part where Dale gets his ass torn up by bushes <laughs> yeah. while he's driving in Boomhauer's truck. And um, this reviewer, okay, I found the name of the person. It's Emster051313. And they uh, were talking about that part where Dale's ass gets torn up. They say that if you listen very carefully, you can hear Dale let out a huge fart during that during that scene. Um, so everyone go back, watch that episode, turn the volume up as loud as it'll go, and see if you can hear that secret uh, Easter egg fart. <laughs> I do not remember that, so I, or I've never heard it, so I'm definitely going to have to go back and listen to it because that's hilarious. I love that. If you if you uh, find any other Easter egg gems within the episodes that most people would miss, please let us know. That's great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, Jackie, are you ready to get into this? Are you ready to get inside of this episode? I'm ready to get it inside of me, and I'm ready to get it out. <laughs> like poop. <laughs> oh, all right. So, Season 1, Episode 6, Hank's Unmentionable Problem. Air date, February 23rd, 1997. We are still in 1997 here, and still February. So, Mm -hmm. we got a ways to go, y'all. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for sticking around. All right, so again, I ripped this from the King of the Hill wiki, you know, wiki fandom, whatever. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get it popping. All right. 
Peggy calls out Hank when he leaves the bathroom without flushing the toilet. Hank assures Peggy it was unnecessary since he didn't do anything. Concerned, Mm. Peggy tries to get Hank to drink a glass of Megamucil, Megalomart's brand of Metamucil. Peggy also apparently blasts huge dumps every morning because she takes... (laughs) She apparently takes 10 heaping teaspoons every night. And I looked it up. Metamucil is you're supposed to take three teaspoons a day. So... (laughs) <laughs> of course she takes she, 10. she is an overachiever we all know that <laughs> also i love that she monitors hank's pooping uh which means that well one he has been regular for a very mm-hmm. long time if she has never been alerted to this but also are you supposed to do that in a partnership like do people i can't imagine if someone monitored my poops i, I do my best to not monitor my partner's right. poops so, so I feel like I really give my partner no choice but to monitor my poops <laughs> <laughs> because I'm pretty open about it. So I would think that if it was all of a sudden I just stopped talking about pooping, that they would be like, what's happened? Are you dying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> listeners who've been in a long-term relationship, let us know. Have you? Do you monitor your partner's poops? <laughs> let us know. know. And also tag them when you you let us know. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag uh, duty or don't they? (laughs) Oh, that's a good good one. Okay. Okay. Fuck. No, that's amazing. (laughs) <laughs> all right Ooh, okay being a manly texan and also someone who will not admit any kind of weakness he refuses to heed her advice and her bran muffins opting for sausages instead he then feeds the bran muffins to ladybird who he essentially gives diarrhea to because of it so <laughs> poor ladybird so late first ladybird sighting um <laughs> That's right. We see uh, we see her at our we first see her at minute two and twenty seven. Wow, seconds. she gets in under the five minute mark in this episode. That's awesome. That's right. Oh, love you, Ladybird. Sorry about the deary. So, mm. <laughs> Peggy then tells Nancy about her husband's constipation, and Nancy, brilliant line from Nancy, where she mm-hmm. says, "I'm not a doctor. I'm just a meteorologist." but I think it might be polio. (laughs) And then Peggy takes that seriously. (gasps) And Nancy goes, all right, I'm not a meteorologist. I'm just a weather girl. (laughs) I love that. I love that part. Uh. So good. Soon after, word spreads throughout the town and well-wishers stop by the house with tips on how to become regular once again, causing Hank great embarrassment. Which, okay, you know what? He has all of the reason to be embarrassed by this. Everybody in the neighborhood is talking about him not being able to take a dump. And also, one of my favorite scenes in this whole series, or not, well, maybe series, but at least this episode, is when fucking Nancy (laughs) is... It's like, I want to wish she's doing the weather. She's doing the weather on her, her citywide news. And she's like, I want to wish uh, good luck or something to my poor friend, Hank Hill, who's battling a terrible case of <laughs> constipation. She goes to say constipation, <laughs> but I love it because it goes constant. And he just goes to check it back. Patient. <laughs> so not only does the whole neighborhood now, now the whole town knows like (laughs) hank has every right to be embarrassed and pissed off that's such a great part too because peggy is watching that uh poop uh specialist on tv uh c everett coop which i thought i thought his name was c everett poop and i was like that's a bit on the nose don't you think uh, (laughs) mike judge but um c everett coop uh, he's a constipation specialist and he's talking about you know, constipation and pooping and Hank storms into the living room and he's like, what? Like, he's just like scandalized and he's like, who are you watching? Like Howard Stern? He makes some kind of like comment and he changes the channel and that's when we see Nancy 
And of course, she, you know, is wishing him well, like getting over his constant pit and he like changes the channel back. And then that's when Coop is just like, patient. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) It's such a classic gag and it makes me laugh every time. It's It's so good. I know. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I love when he says like, what are you? What, who are you listening to, Howard Stern? Because he says something about how it passes into the cecum. And I was like, that is that is kind of a gross word. You've yeah. got a point, Hank. It's a mix between semen and cum. That's gross. That's true. <laughs> oh. All right. As time passes, Peggy grows more and more concerned. She tries sneaking melted chocolate laxative into Hank's ice cream, but the scheme fails when Bobby attempts to eat some of the chocolate sauce and Peggy has to reveal to Hank that it's laxatives. So in essence, now Hank has given Bobby diarrhea as well. So everybody's got diarrhea except for Hank. (laughs) (laughs) Then Peggy experiences a nightmare which is hilarious, in which Hank dies from his irregularity and refusal to seek help. I love that nightmare. It's so funny. You know, we've got Cotton just hanging on to the coffin. I wrote that in my notes, too. He's just dangling because his feet don't reach the ground. (laughs) I know, it's so funny. So he's just dangling there. And I love Boomhauer, dang old wide, (laughs) crying. Hank's funeral makeup is... Oh my god. He looks like an angel. He's got blush <laughs> lipstick on. He's like the whitest powder. Yeah. I love Dale. It should have been Bill. <laughs> yeah, there's so many good quotes from that scene. It's so good. Just packed right into it. It was like, you know, early detection is key. Now pass in your algebra test or something. I know. And then yeah, and the classic classic nightmare. You like whatever's happening, you still forgot to turn in your homework. Right. <laughs> Such a good one. Oh, and then the so. and then the coffin flushes down the grave. <laughs> no, see like you a turd. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like a giant turd mm-hmm. that Hank can't pass. <laughs> so after Peggy experiences this nightmare, she's hysterical. She rushes to Hank, who's on the crapper, <laughs> and begs him not to die. Moved, but not in his bowels, just emotionally. Hank promises to see a doctor. With great embarrassment, Hank keeps his promise. So this is great. He's at the he's at the doctor's office. Uh, I love like just even the the sitting room scene, like when they're in the waiting room, like he's too embarrassed to even write constipation. The woman's calling him out, like, what is this consta consta what? Con 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 what? The receptionist. <laughs> he has to go up there. Yeah, she yeah. and it's it's Kathy and Jimmy. I, I you know. I'm pretty sure it sounds just like her. Oh, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. And yeah, yeah, she's like, he's at the desk and she's just like, and why are you here? And (laughs) he's just like, I don't And she's like, I can't hear it. You have to fill this out. And then he tries to just write it as quickly as possible, but it's scribbled. And then, yeah, she's just like, sir, I can't read what you wrote here. What is like, consta, consta. every time and you know it's just so relatable because every time i've gone to the doctor like you think okay this is you know this is a safe space and i can like tell them what i'm here for to the receptionist but it's like i've literally had a woman i did i went to my my doctor because i did two pregnancy tests that came out inconclusive which is terrifying so i went to my doctor i had the the nurse help do one for me and i was like you're gonna like bring me back to let me know the results right because i need to know whether i'm going to jump out of the window (laughs) or not (laughs) so she's like oh yeah of course so then i'm sitting in the waiting room door flings open and she's like amy i'm like yeah and she's like not pregnant (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and i'm like I know, at first I was like, oh, thank God. And then I was like, son of a bitch, woman. Like, come on. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so Hank finally gets called back. And, of course, uh, the doctor, Dr. Morley, Mm -hmm. he's got such a lovely voice. Don't you think? It's very soothing. I agree, yeah. It's a very soothing voice. Which is good, because he's about to violate Hank. Um, (laughs) I know. I I guess as a, uh, you know, a... butthole doctor a butt doctor you want those sphincters to be as relaxed as possible or you can't do your job you can't you cannot get in there oh so of course assisted by a beautiful medical student which (laughs) always happens there's that's just very classic they're always going to be good looking and young uh 
Dr. Morley inserts a sigmoidoscope, sigmoidoscope, a wand-like camera device into Hank's butthole for a view of his colon. When the procedure, well, okay, hold on. We should talk about that scene because it's great. <laughs> As that scene is just great because, you know, Hank is surrounded by people in a very vulnerable position while a camera is going up his bottom. <laughs> Everybody's looking inside of him. And I love Peggy. She's like, oh, this is so exciting. I just don't know what's around ne- the next corner. <laughs> <laughs> I know Bobby's there too. He ends up getting in there. Um, and you know, I love, I think Bobby says, Hey, I want to be a proctologist when I get older. And, and the medical students like, uh, Mr. Hill, I'm going to need you to relax your sphincter. I need you to ra- relax. Cause he just like clamps down on it. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, can you imagine we know how tight his urethra is. Can you imagine how tight his beehole is? I can't imagine. I'm surprised I mean, he didn't snap that camera in half. <laughs> I know. When the procedure proves to be inconclusive, Dr. Morley tells Hank that his low fat, high fiber diet isn't effective. Peggy insists the diet simply needs more time to work, mainly because Hank has not been adhering to it. Mm-hmm. So, but to be on the safe side, also, a horrifying side, Morley books an operating room. He tells Hank that unless his condition improves, a portion of his colon will have to be removed by the end of the week. Woo! Which is terrifying. I love that line where he's like, oh, it's okay. A lot of people live a happy life, (laughs) live a relatively happy life with a portion of their colon missing. You just can't wear shorts. Yeah. yet slightly less active yes that's it <laughs> you just can't wear shorts you just can't. <laughs> I know. what's hanging out there that you can't wear shorts so after the doctor visit they go to the local like vegan vegetarian health store and this was before like vegan and vegetarian food was good at all because now it's delicious you can find some dank ass vegan food all over the place Ugh, 1997 vegan stores. Gross. Yeah, those vegans were hardy. If they were able to put up with that food, man, they were committed. All right. I know. So Hank shows little enthusiasm for tofu dogs and other vegetarian offers. Growing increasingly desperate, Hank tries everything from bacon grease to acupuncture needles, but they too fail. While Can I just with- say? Oh, yes. Oh, were you? I'm sorry nope, to interrupt nope, you. Nope, nope, nope. Go for it. Well, I just wanted to say that when they're at the natural food store, I love that interaction with that deli hippie. <laughs> Do you remember that part? Yeah. Where he was just talking about, you know, not dogs instead of hot <laughs> dogs and tofu options. And then, Hank, yeah, Hank was just like turned off by tofu. And then he was like, well, we have fofu for the people <laughs> that can't, you know, I don't know, are tofu intolerant. Yeah. And then finally, uh, and Peggy, of course, is just, telling this deli hippie about Hank's constipation problem. She's just telling everyone. And Hank finally is just like, do you have anything that tastes good? And the deli hippie looks around at all the food and then finally looks up and he's just like, no. (laughs) I I love that part. It's so good. Like, no, no, you don't. Because it was not good back then. Now we've got like fake burgers, the impossible burger and all that stuff. Like we've come a long way, baby. The vegan, yeah, vegan and vegetarian options. While chatting with Nancy, Peggy realizes her husband's new diet and lifestyle is making him miserable, which he is miserable. Poor guy. He's like having bathroom time. Like he's a toddler. Everybody's like, Hank's want, you know, here's his friends. Can Hank come out and play? (laughs) Can't. (laughs) While he's He's pooping. He's, he's trying to poop, you know? <laughs> I know. And that, that scene between Peggy and Nancy is, it's just Nancy is just like, I never imagined that Hank would give up everything he loves. And Peggy at first is just so righteous. And she's like, mm-hmm. well, that's not Hank. That's me. That's all me. I'm the one who like, yep. you know, made him give up all this stuff. And as she's telling Nancy all this, she realizes, oh my God, Hank is miserable. And she's doing the classic 
helper move of mm-hmm. it's something that we all do as humans when we want to help someone else. It's like, you have a problem here, I'll fix it for you. Right. And then what we end up doing is just turning this other person into a child and we know it's best for them. And Peggy has totally fallen into that trap. But like, it's, I, it's, it's another example, I think of people, you know, labeling Peggy as annoying, but it's coming from a good place. It really is, you know? Like, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's not it, effective. It, it laid it out pretty clear in the episode that she's afraid that he's going to die. Like, she doesn't want him to die because he refuses to talk about his issues. So she's trying to help him out. She goes too far and she realizes it. So, you know, so here, and this is my next part right here. A short time later, uh, Hank tells Peggy that he'd rather die with a burger in his colon than spend the rest of his life eating faux foo. Surprisingly, Peggy agrees and tells Hank how much she loves him. Tears in his eyes. It's such a sweet little moment. Hank tells his wife how lucky he is to have her in his life. <laughs> Suddenly, a strange look passes over Hank's face. he races to the bathroom and after a simple flush echoes through the hallways hank (laughs) (laughs) hank flings open the door and triumphantly enters the hallway peggy and bobby rush to his side and the hill family shares a hug as ode to joy blasts in the background that's the end of the episode hank ends up pooping It's such well a good done. one. I know it's a yeah. good episode. And, you know, we've, we've, again, we've touched on a few things, you know, cause sometimes we just can't help ourselves. We just got to interject. But I mean, I know there's a lot more that we could definitely talk about, but it's just so good. It's just, I, I love how this entire episode is in some way trying to dramatize you know, the idea that Hank isn't pooping and (laughs) Peggy is terrified of him dying when in reality, I think he only goes, what, six days without pooping? Yeah, it's like, it's like, I would say it's a good solid week. Um, But I love that you mentioned like how often he poops because there's that, that scene in the doctor's office where Peggy is or, or Dr. Morley is asking like, how often do you go? And he's like, oh, well, I don't know. And she's like, usually every other day (laughs) and then she's and then she goes into it and she's like but you know what i was talking to his mom and she said the most interesting thing she said that when he was a teenager he used to be in that bathroom three to four times a day (laughs) and first question is that a masturbation joke Uh, i feel like that's what it it wants you to if it was anyone else i'd be like he was clearly masturbating but since it's hank i wouldn't be surprised if he was just I don't know, organizing some bullshit in the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Exactly. He just needed like alone time and that's the only place he could get it. Like yeah. that, I know, because I thought, does Hank masturbate? Uh, I mean, I mean, does he? I don't know. I would assume yes, but also not three to four times a day. <laughs> not, certainly not that much. And I, I can't. I can't imagine him ever doing it now that we're talking about it. I mean, I mean, you've got that episode where he's accused of renting porn and he's just like horrified. I know he was, uh, you know what? It it seems like porn never occurred to him. We do have one episode where we know Hank jerked off. Oh yeah. And that was very difficult for him. Right. Unless Peggy went in and gave him a helping hand. I don't know, but (laughs) I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe listeners, do you think Hank jerks off? We're going to do a jerk off poll. (laughs) Just kidding. We're not doing that. (laughs) I don't know. That's what I was like. That's definitely like a, like a masturbation joke. And then I thought, but wait, it's Hank. So I mean, but anyway, so I don't know where we were going with that. I don't know how I got onto that topic. Because Peggy was at the doctor's office telling Dr. Morley and right, right. then before that. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember before that. <laughs> well, it's a it's an interesting topic and, and something I'm sure will come up later, like you like you alluded to in that future episode yes. where he is required to masturbate and let's just say he has some difficulty doing it. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Oh, so do you have any favorite quotes from this episode, Jackie? Let's see. Well, 
Um, I told you about my deli hippie quote. And I love uh, that. Um, one thing I we I know we don't really have a B plot in this episode. The only thing, the only bit of information we get outside of Hank's pooping or not pooping is uh, Luann coming home from beauty school and Peggy's just like, how was beauty school? Oh, you had a test today, you know, on shampooing or something. How did that go? And Luann's like, well, I passed lather, but I failed rinse and I failed repeat because it includes rinse, which I don't think is very fair. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I have that one too. I love it. It's so good. (laughs) Oh, Luann. Drop out of beauty school. Come on, girl. Get out of there. I don't know why she's in beauty. She should go. She needs to become a, like, car technician yes, or something. absolutely. I do also like that we see, like, a little uh, a little bit of Peggy playing Boggle, which uh, I think it's been mentioned, yes. but we, d- we haven't mm-hmm. seen her playing it. And she's just playing it by herself, which I love. She's keeping herself fresh, sharp. That's true. I didn't even think about that. I'm so used to watching all the episodes that that knowledge is already in my brain. But at this point, we don't know that she is a we don't really know that she's a boggle champion. No, that Uh, comes later. And I fucking love that episode. It's such a good one. I can't wait. Mm. It's actually it's like a couple from now. So we're going to get to it within the next couple weeks. There was a there was a couple of good quotes from Nancy, you know, in this episode. Mm -hmm. I love that when Peggy is first telling Nancy about you know, Hank, and she's like, oh, I'm just so worried about it. And she's like, God, you'd never know. He looks so healthy, just like Elvis Presley, <laughs> which, <laughs> which yeah. Elvis Presley did not look healthy when he, towards oh. the end there. He was constantly greasy, just always Ooh, sweaty. So sweaty. <laughs> sweaty. You could tell his heart was struggling. <laughs> so hard. Like, mm, okay, Nancy. <laughs> and and look at him. He fucking died. Oh, my God. Right. What? Oh, my God. Poor Hank. He could have that could have happened to him. Thank God it didn't. God, that's one of that is one of my I fears. Know. What an awful way like, to go. I love there's just let me I'm just going to rattle off a couple scenes that I really love that are just so funny and they need to be mentioned. Mm-hmm. When Bobby is using a flashlight to look up a squirrel's butthole like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Everybody's obsessed with buttholes in this episode. I mean, you can't blame them. I know. I I love that you see that part. It's when Hank is uh, on his sketch. He's having his Mm -hmm. scheduled toilet time set by Peggy. And he just has to go and sit on the toilet, which I don't think is good for you. I feel like that is how partly like one of the ways you get hemorrhoids by just sitting on the toilet. And also, you know it. how like uncomfortable uh, but- it is to sit on a toilet that long. Like your legs are going to go numb and it's going to suck ass when you try and stand up. We all know it because we all exactly. have cell phones. And so we yes. all do it. Uh, but back in 1997, Hank did not have oh. a cell phone. So during this scene, he's just, if you know, it, it's almost like for the first time in a long time, he's observing the world around him now that he is an observer and not a participant in it because he's watching it from the toilet and he's watching people when we, you know, we're watching it with him. And that's when we see Bobby put that uh, shine, that flashlight up that squirrel. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I love that part. <laughs> that was lovely. That was very eloquently said, Jackie, about how now he's an Thank observer. You from the toilet and not a participant now that's really Mm -hmm. that was actually really deep i really like that i love when the doctor asks him mr hill do you wish a bite plate (laughs) 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 oh god if somebody said that i'd be like we're done here nothing's going inside of me Oh, bite plate. Meanwhile, Peggy's just like, God, I've been sitting in this chair so long. I know. I love. They're like, oh, let's do some stretching for about five minutes here. Let's take a fiver, (laughs) (laughs) Mister Hill. You chill. You hang out. Remember, don't clamp that butt down. Just relax. (laughs) (laughs) So those are a few of my. Oh, and of course, you know, Bobby blowing into the uh, model of the large intestine. Like a trumpet. So yes. fucking funny. Bobby, put that down. You don't know where that's so been. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, Bob, the, like, this is one of the episodes where Bobby's just a little yeah. bit stupid, where he, Peggy is melting laxative chocolates to put on a Sunday for Hank to trick him to quote unquote right. drug him. <laughs> 
Uh, so he poops and Bobby's like, chocolate. <laughs> and then Peggy's like, no, 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 this is special chocolate. Don't eat this. This is a laxative to help your father poop. And then Bobby's eating ice cream with his dad in the next scene. And Hank has ice cream covered in this chocolate that he doesn't know is laxatives. And he's like, man, this is good chocolate, Peggy. Like, Bobby, do you want some of this chocolate? And dumb Bobby, dumb, dumb Bobby is just like, yeah. <laughs> and then that's when Peggy, who is as smooth as like sandpaper, was just like, ah, 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 Bobby, uh, uh, that's your dad's special chocolate. And then it's <laughs> so dumb. And then Bobby still eats all of I know. it. No, gives like, himself diarrhea. Okay, so listen, I know Bobby's dumb, but like, in defense of him, as a fat dumb kid myself, I <laughs> I have definitely been tempted by those chocolate laxatives. <laughs> that laxative scene, I mean, that's a that's a valid point. Uh, you know, being tempted by laxative chocolates. I mean, I can't fault you because there have been times in my childhood and as an adult where. <laughs> I've just eaten Tums just to have something sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't fault you for that. <laughs> This'll do. Yeah, I'll, I'll just have one. <laughs> it's like a Necco wafer, really. <laughs> it really is. It's good for me. It's like a vitamin. It's like a vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man guest stars you know this isn't you know a a willie nelson episode or anything like that but no willie nelson no willie nelson (laughs) no one smoking milf but we do have uh, technically a couple guest stars for c gaylard (laughs) Gaylard. (laughs) I, i thought it was gaylard I thought it was Gaylord for sure. I was like, ah, it was not Gaylord. It was somebody named Jim Cummings. But I did not look up Jim Cummings. Instead, I just looked more at Gaylord's IMDb. And I don't want to freak you out, but our friend Gaylord, I I didn't really, taking a second look at his IMDb, I noticed that he was in the pilot in an episode of the pilot season of Walker, Texas Ranger. Are you kidding me? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so, Walker, Texas Ranger, the ties run deep, apparently. Deep. Oh, deep. that's going to be one of our mini episodes. We're going to have to talk about this clear conspiracy between yeah. King of the Hill and Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes. Which one is, you know, is Walker the, uh, pre pre what's what's the thing where like something comes before something else preemptive nah precursor i guess so that's the, the word <laughs> anyway right is it the origin story you're right that is actually the word i'm sorry maybe te- i don't think it is it's not what i'm thinking of but it might be the origin story for King of the Hill. I don't know. Something I think we should look out for. So I <laughs> didn't look at anything about Jim Cummings. So I don't know <laughs> shit about Jim Cummings. I <laughs> just looked at more of Gaylord Sartain. But our other guest star uh, who plays Dr. Morley is Stephen Aldridge Banks. <laughs> Stephen Aldridge Banks. <laughs> Um, and I looked up his IMDb just to, he's not, you know, a name I know, but, no, uh, it seems like he has a lot of, um, writer and voice actor credits for a lot of Nickelodeon cartoons. Oh. And something that stood out to me on his IMDb was that he, uh, is a co-writer for the movie, Fart the Movie, <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. which... <laughs> Is that the sequel to Paul Blart Mall Cop? <laughs> uh, we all remember Fart the movie from back in 1991. Yep, yep. Um, and so Stephen Aldrich Banks, it really has come full circle. Uh, Quite literally. Uh, yeah, yes. Fart, it won the Oscar for Best Screenplay, right? I believe it did. Yeah, that's what I thought. Old Farty. Love that movie. Yeah. It's, a, it's a classic. Fart 
the movie? I'm gonna have yeah. to look this up. What is? I'm assuming it's about farts, but I mean, maybe not. Fart the movie. And he is credited as like I don't know the seventh writer on that movie. So there's a team of of uh, people writing that movie. So I'm sure it's fantastic. Uh, okay, so but- I just quickly looked up fart the movie and it's like f-a-r-t like it like it's an acronym, it's an acronym. i don't know what it, okay so this is just a really quick synopsis russell loves to watch television and fart <laughs> but heather the love of his life hates farting and that's it that's all there is to- <laughs> what uh can you yeah uh oh yeah he's it, the screenplay his name isn't even on there but drew mcweenie is <laughs> oh my god uh i mean can you imagine them pitching this movie they're like it's about a guy who farts and his girlfriend hates it and every exec is just like i know right <laughs> like so relatable this was bankrolled by their moms like this is not <laughs> You're right. this was like they had like a lemonade stand because they didn't have indiegogo or kickstarter at that point so it was a lemonade stand and their moms giving them money to like record this. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It was probably just a bunch of like rich, you know, bro, College like kids. frat bros. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm going to prove to my parents that I'm doing something with my life. <laughs> but I'm going to stay Guess true what? to me. It's still going to be yeah. about farts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know how Steven got mixed up in this, but, uh, with such a, he has uh, such a sweet voice. How Stephen? Why would you be? You lend that voice to farts, but also butts. So you know he's doing his life's work. Butts. He's doing his life's work. Yes, being true to himself. <laughs> he's like, I won't take any king of the hill role unless it has to do with buttholes. <laughs> we respect they that. Wrote this episode for him. We respect that. Here's the script for you. <laughs> yeah, we got we got banks. We just had to write an entire episode about. <laughs> God, I love the guest the guest star parts. They're the, they're like my favorites. My favorite part. Do you have another one or? Uh that's those are the only yeah. ones I saw. What about yeah? You? No, I mean I do, I actually have no idea where you find who the guest stars are because unless they're like a really big famous person, I can't find them. So I don't know. I'm not going to – you don't have to reveal your secrets because I love it when you do it because it's always so much better. So please find me another Banks farter. You're just so good at it. Thank you. I uh, My secret is I use the internet, <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> You're on the dark web, clearly. Yeah. That's where the fart movie lies. That's why we've never heard of it. <laughs> So we just had to actually take a little break to get uh, Jackie had to get some wine. I had to get some beer because we're both very excited about this next part. Yes. Jackie, we can't do an episode about constipation without talking about when we've been constipated. It's just the rules of podcasting. Yeah. It's the rules of uh, good storytelling. Yeah. It's how you form connections with other people. <laughs> it's how I started my last relationship. <laughs> so, Amy, what is the longest you've ever gone without making? Without making. God. Uh, okay. I'm not clear on exactly how many days, but it was between seven and nine Mm -hmm. it was between seven and nine uh how about you i think i'm right there with you i think mine was between eight and ten days and it's just you know i know that it was like really dramatized about like hank not pooping and everything but honestly when you go that long you start to think there's a possibility you're going to die (laughs) it's true it it's not even like you may not even feel you know, in my case, you may not even feel bloated or physically uncomfortable, but something's off. <laughs> maybe you're a little extra sweaty <laughs> or maybe you can't bend over to pick something up. Right. I don't know. Right. Something's different. Exactly. All right. So 
Jackie, I am ready for your story. I can't wait to hear it. So, Amy, I don't want to. I don't want to be too gross or anything, but I actually have two notable poop stories. Um, one is a constipation story, and one is a story where I thought I was actually going to die from pooping. Um, and so I thought I'd share, but I thought both were yeah. relevant. So the first one was um, following a surgical procedure, and I'm sure if anyone has had has gone under for surgery you've maybe had to go on painkillers and I think you maybe know that painkillers can really back you up and that what for me was uh it lasted for a long long time almost like almost 10 days if not 10 days and it started to get to the point where I was like I am I going to die what's (laughs) gonna happen and I finally I even went out and bought prune juice out of desperation Mm -hmm. and I finally ended up going (laughs) there's there's like no nice way of saying I took a shit so like let's just get that out there we're talking about when we took dumps I only remember this story through my retelling it to Amy because otherwise I think I've blocked out the memory itself but I finally made (laughs) and it was like Simple and to the point, and I remember feeling a sense of relief, like, oh, that wasn't so bit. And then right when I was thinking, <laughs> right when I was thinking, that wasn't so bad, like, the fires from the deepest level of hell left my butthole, and it lasted for ever. It's still happening. <laughs> I don't remember anything after that. I don't remember anything before that. It was brutal. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> it's that wasn't so bad. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. Your, your bowels were I like, remember. I'm just getting started, baby. It's one of those things where you're like reaching for the sky and you're like, I have to take off all my clothes. <laughs> You're sweating. You're just like everything bad. You're like looking for things to grab onto. Like, oh, <laughs> exactly. You're just feet are up on the walls. <laughs> and then my my second story happened uh, during a time when I had the flu. Oh, and at this point, I was in complete denial that I had the flu. Um, I just kept telling Will, my partner, every day, like, it's just a cold. It's passing. Meanwhile, he wouldn't come in the bedroom <laughs> at all. And I'm just like the most sweaty. Everything around me is like damp from sweat. And I wasn't the thing about this flu was I wasn't throwing up. It was all coming out the <laughs> other end. And I had just moved in with my partner. So it was like. The worst thing where every night, like clockwork, I would have to like crawl to the bathroom, my weak, weak, dehydrated body, and I would set myself, I would set up shop. (laughs) (laughs) I would just, trigger warning, I would, (laughs) I would diarrhea until I went blind. for like three nights in a row it would ha- it would start and it wouldn't finish until I had like lost my vision <laughs> and me being so dumb I kept thinking like I-, I wasn't like concerned that I was dying I was just like oh no is my boyfriend hearing this <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept thinking I'm gonna die on the toilet just like Elvis and everyone's gonna be so pissed at me <laughs> there's no dignity in dying that way there's just none none whatsoever oh my god oh that's fucking hysterical oh okay i don't know how i'm going to be able to top those i mean 
I had to pick between like five different shit stories. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I was rotating them in my mind. <laughs> also, you know what? I'm not doing a trigger warning because we did one in the beginning. Y'all knew this was going to be poop heavy. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jackie, that's hysterical. <laughs> oh, I know. It, and the, and like just insult to injury is that you had just moved in with your boyfriend. Like, yeah. So, way to really just like, all right, we're in this together, biatch. Get ready. This is, this is where we're at. I know he was, he was asleep on the couch at the time, but there was no hiding the sound. No. And I remember at, at one point I was like, I remember thinking, there's a chance I might be dying, so I need to abandon what's happening now and just move my body at least to the bed. So when they find me, I'm not on the toilet. And I just remember like crawling on my hands and knees to go back to the bed. Like, you know, who knows what was left behind. And then I just have your dignity, your your eyesight, everything. I just remember passing out. I like hit the bed and I have no memory after that. It It just all went black. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, that's so good. Okay, so. As I said, I had to go through a couple different uh, memories. One of them that it always makes me laugh to this day. I was 17 years old. I had just gotten my wisdom teeth taken out. So I was like on Vicodin, right? And I was 17 and they gave me pain pills. So I was taking them like a lot because I was real excited to be high all the time. So I'm like, I'm like taking these pain pills. I'm loving it. I'm feeling loopy and great. No pain whatsoever. And then after the pills run out, I'm, you know, I'm healed and everything. All of a sudden, I'm wildly constipated. Like, there is nothing happening. I am completely stopped up because, as you said, pain pill, like painkillers, they're going to constipate you. So, <laughs> so uh, I was living with my dad at the time. And, you know, this was maybe like two years after the, like him and my mom got divorced. So we were, of course we were living in this small little house. Cause as you do, you go from like a big family house to a shack because <laughs> your whole life is in tatters. So we're, <laughs> so we're in this really small house and my dad's like, all right, look, I'm going to go, I got to go run an errand. Here's like this crazy laxative that they gave me before a colonoscopy that I had to do. Like, he's like this, if this doesn't make you shit, nothing will. I'm like, all right, let's do this. So I like chug that bad boy and it's disgusting. Anybody who's ever had a colonoscopy and also me will tell you that that is one of the most (laughs) disgusting things you will ever have to drink. It is like horseball sweat. Like that's the only, (laughs) and it's viscous. Oh, it's so bad. Okay. So I chug it down and things start happening. And I'm like, Oh, this is it. This is it. So I'm all alone in my house and I'm on my toilet and I'm just hooting and hollering. Cause it hurts. I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. This is tearing me apart. <laughs> I'm uh, you know, sweating, holding on, gripping on for dear life to the tub and the seat that's next to me. Just like, <laughs> fucking going like getting this beat out of me and i'm just like oh my god afterwards like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh that was awful that was awful you know wash my hands clean myself up and i go out to like get some water because i've just like lost every bit of like moisture within me and i turn the corner and my fucking uncle is sitting at the table waiting for my dad to show up and i'm just like uh hey uncle buddy so did you hear any of that he was like yeah what the fuck was going on (laughs) i was like oh yeah that uh that was a lot of pain pills that i took (laughs) um imagine being amy's uncle it's just like i'm concerned but now i'm like worried <laughs> and then also disgusted <laughs> pain know, pills, pain pills. Yeah. Like, why were you sorry i'm on pain yes, pills. I'm sorry i'm 17 years old and i'm like fucking snorting pain pills sorry <laughs> <laughs> 
like I said, you know, it seems like it's so dramatic, like everything that they were going through with it. But I mean, when you're staring down the barrel of having to go to the hospital and have a doctor shove their fingers up your butthole to like disimpact you, you will literally do anything to keep that from happening. Or from personal experience, your grandma with a metal teaspoon. (laughs) Yeah, it was awful. I had to stay home from school. I was like eight years old. And my grandma, who was insane, legit, just a nuts lady. I'm like, oh, I can't poop. And she's like, well, I know what'll do the trick and pulls out a fucking metal teaspoon. And I'm just like, like I had tunnel vision looking at it like, no. (laughs) So I sat on that toilet all day long until something came out of me. Well, you know what, Amy? You would be so lucky to have someone stick a metal spoon up your butt because I looked up. The longest anyone's ever gone without pooping. And you want to know? Did you no, I didn't. I didn't. Well, I got two different answers. One of them I think might be wrong because it said this guy went 13 oh. years. But oh. I don't oh. think that's right. Um, but another story I read was that a woman went 45 days Without pooping, in 2013, surgeons performed a two-hour emergency surgery on a 28-year-old housewife from Mumbai who reportedly went 45 days without pooping, and surgeons removed, get this, a football-sized fecal mass, which threatened to rip open her intestines as it grew. Now, I want everyone who is listening to this to put your hands in front of you and make the shape of a football. And imagine that tearing your up your colon. Footballs are pretty fucking big too. Like they're they are big. big. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, the guy who went thirteen years, like maybe he technically didn't poop, but he was like getting colonoscopies. Like somebody was removing it from him. Maybe he wasn't actually. Yeah, he pooping, had like a but a bag or exactly. something. Yeah, this woman. It kind of makes Hanks. Six days not seem like that big of a deal. Like maybe, you know, I, I, you you could see why Pe- Peggy would be worried because that this could, you can die from not pooping, it turns <laughs> yeah. out. But um, but she she may have been jumping the gun a bit. She was a little preemptive. Yes. Now, I love that you looked up that because I looked up. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some like kind of weird ways to relieve constipation? And this one, I only found one that I thought was worth even mentioning. I'm going to read it for you. This is going to sound slightly peculiar, but the application of pressure on the perineum, the gooch slash taint, if you will, the stretch of skin between the genitals and the anus, whenever you feel the urge to have a bowel movement has been shown to be effective to relieving constipation. So just push her on your taint when you feel like you got to poop. And apparently... That helped. Like it was high amounts. Like seventy six percent of people said that helped them. Yeah. So that was one. That was my little tidbit of information about constipation. Information about constipation. Information. Constipation. Constipation. Information. They did that on Schoolhouse Rock. That was one of the. <laughs> that was one of the, yeah. one of the segments on Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill and I'm constipated on Capitol. Please cut that no, out. Like that was bad. <laughs> What we should take from this is drink more water, um, eat more mm-hmm. fiber. Don't don't take pain pills if, if you you're if it. you're able to. Don't abuse pain pills. Yeah, I mean, touchy subject, but try not to because you're gonna end up getting really constipated and making a fool out of yourself in front of your uncle. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, don't take a bunch of pain pills. Also, you know, eat some fiber. You know, maybe some a little bit less meat. You know, so Mm -hmm. this was a good PSA episode, I think. Yeah. All right. And now for our new segment, listener Mm. comments. Listener comments. You're listening for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's good. That's Chuck Mangione good. (laughs) Thank you. That's high praise. All right. Listener, uh, listener comments. This segment is is um, devoted to input from the listeners. So we have uh, we put out 
you know, a question. We took input from listeners on our Instagram just about your favorite scenes and quotes from this episode. Um, before we get into those, though, we did take a poop poll uh, from listeners on Instagram, and I just wanted to read those results real quick. So we asked everyone, what's the longest you ever gone without pooping? And the options were two to four days, five to eight days, nine to 11 days, and 12 plus days. Shocking. And of the 164 people that participated, 56% said that the longest they had gone was between two and four days. Not bad. Not too bad. So good for you. You're doing something right. 23% had gone five between five and eight days, 10% between nine and 11 days and 12%, 12 or more days. And that was 19 people out of 164. So just going through uh, some of the comments from listeners. We had a few, like some of these things we've said, but I, you know, I just love it because it's always so good. You know, there was a bunch where they were like, well, when Peggy tells Hank that she takes 10 heaping uh, teaspoons of mega mega musil every night. <laughs> it's because it's, it's good God, Peggy. Yeah. Several, several people, including Captain X patches when Hank drops his glasses in the toilet and Peggy is overjoyed thinking that he finally <laughs> pooped. <laughs> Don't they have a fan know, in that good bathroom God. to muffle that noise? <laughs> oh, have you ever been in a bathroom that doesn't have a fan? It's a true nightmare. I might as well just be pooping on your head. Like in the middle of Times Square. (laughs) Have you ever pooped in an RV before? You feel like you're taking a dump on their tiny table. You just, there is no privacy whatsoever. Drucifer 2A. That's so funny. Uh, He said, um, one of his quotes was, I'm just a meteorologist, not a doctor. But if I had to guess, I'd say he has polio, like you were saying earlier. That was so funny. Uh, We have two people. Um, Sappho Six and Plurquiza, Plurquiza, uh, when they talk about Bobby grabbing the intestine part and plays it like a trumpet. So funny. And of course, Dino Mike 616, which is a great name. Uh, when Dale, Bill, and Boomhauer ask if Hank uh, can come out and play. <laughs> uh, Fish approved. Who are you listening to, Howard Stern? <laughs> so good. Uh, of co- oh, and this one we didn't mention, but it's a good one. CT Murphy 89. Hank, won't you just have what, at least one vegetable? Hank, all right, give me some of that mac and cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, uh, Dustin last name said Tartuffe the Spry Wonder, Wonder Dog. And that's a good episode, but not relevant. <laughs> Whoa, his name is Dustin yeah. last name. <laughs> awesome (laughs) Uh, oh that macaroni and cheese part this is the wrong spot for this but I had a minor correction all last episode I kept referring to that cafeteria they went to as Luby's it's actually called Luby's but I thought it was Luby's in that episode I swear to god I rewatched it and I swear it said Luby's but let us know please no one corrected me but I I could have sworn and it bothered me, but uh, let us know. But either way. Somebody did mention though, and that I guess Luli's or Luby's is a real restaurant and they have a um, meal that's called the Luann platter. And that's where Luann platter comes from. That's where Luann's name comes from. Are you shitting me? I am. Holy shit. Literally not shitting at all. So Jackie, do you have any trivia for me? I I absolutely do. do. Go All for right. it. Here is my trivia question. Ready. Are you ready? Amy, what is the circumference? That of the was earth? my trivia question for you, so I know it. <laughs> it's one of a thousand miles around. That was mine too. I was like, I'm gonna get her ass with this one. <laughs> what what is the do you know the exact? Oh, I don't know the exact. What am I a nerd? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what's the exact mm. circumference because i know you know it well i can tell you <laughs> well uh as we learn from hank it's about twenty-five thousand miles as amy said but i looked it up and the exact number is twenty-four thousand nine hundred and one miles wow 
So that's pretty big. Yeah, that's a and as we learned, your intestines can span the entire circumference of the earth. What the fuck is that? I know I had like two notes of like this doctor is an idiot. This doctor is a jackass. <laughs> that's are like my two notes about him. I'm like he is dumb. <laughs> Any Dale ass sightings? No. No Dale Assighting. So unfortunate because we see Ladybird. We're so close to getting those three shots of tequila. We're so, We're close. so close. We're halfway there. I know. We, we see the it. inside of Hank's ass and we see Ladybird, but no, no Dale Ass, unfortunately. I mean, it was a very ass centric episode, too. So, um, all right. What's the what's the next episode? I'm looking. I know it. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Okay. All right, Amy. The next episode is episode seven, Westy Side Story. Mm -hmm. And this is where we meet Connie. Yes. Finally. Yes. The the new people on the block. Yes. New people on Rainy Street. And it's full of stereotypes (laughs) that are problematic to say the least. Yeah, for sure. So we definitely, for this episode, we definitely, like, want your input and, uh, you know, want to make sure we're approaching this as sensitively as possible while appreciating how ridiculous it is. Yes, definitely. Because, again, it was 97, so got to be a little bit more sensitive. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that one, though. We get the cons. Not the cons, the Super Newsome Pones. So that's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited. All right. Jackie. Any final any final thoughts? Everyone, please drink water. I want you to, you know what? Just cut red meat out of your diet just a little bit. Not It doesn't have to be fully, but just enough so you're not jamming up your intestines. <laughs> what about you, Amy? Um, I was just going to tell people to follow us on Instagram and review us. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. too, yeah. And until next time, listeners... Vaya con Dios. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> that is the one. I'm not, I am not doing it again.